Let's get into Parshas Chayesara, Tafshin Ayin Dalid. As we uh, have uh, the special Shabbos of many going to Chevron, Parshas Chayesara. But let's now talk about, start off just uh, with a short thought uh, from the Chafetz Chaim. A story, a story that took place with the Chafetz Chaim. There are many biblical figures that take us through the mitzvah of Hachnasas Orchem. And they excel. Avram Avinu obviously is the, uh, the major player, his nephew. Uh, last week also learned that mitzvah, but in this week's parsha also, this week's parsha, Eliezer comes and Lavan and Besua, they all, they all, Rivka, they are very nice to him. Fatomer, you see in the in the bold print, Fatomer, Gam Tevin, Gam Ravi Mono, Gam Malun. Rivka says, "We have plenty. We have plenty. I'll give you your animals. Wonderful." Mitzvah Yekarad Maodi Zushal Achlasas Archim says the Kharasal Shabbos One, quoting the story, that the Mitzvah Achlasas Archim is a very special Mitzvah. One time, Rav Zalman Saratskin, who we are familiar with from the Azayim Latorah, who Bezashem will have later in the packet, the Azayim Latorah was once visiting Radin, and he went to the Chavetz Chaim, and the Chavetz Chaim was hosting him. The Chavetz Chaim went and got him a drink and got him a, got him a place to sit and was schlepping and running and this and just like Avram Avinu. Rushing, Ratzvah, Bakar, and back and forth and back and forth. He'd see a Lomita, Nochav, Yadav, and he, he was, he got uh, a bed ready, he got everything ready for the, for the, for Zalman Saratskin, who was his, who was not his senior. And Zalman Saratskin says, Rebbe, what, what do you like? Run, let somebody else do it. Let me help you. What do you have to run around and do everything for me and do the whole mitzvah for me and get me the food and get me this? Let, go, let me do it. Let somebody else do it. What do you have to be so toreach? Says the Chavetz Chaim. I understand. Did you ask me this morning why I put on tefillin? Let me put on tefillin. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Let somebody else put on tefillin for you. Let somebody... You didn't ask me that. So what's the difference? Mitzvah's a mitzvah. Oh, a mitzvah should have a gufo. A mitzvah with your body. And a mit... What's the difference? A mitzvah's a mitzvah. I do the mitzvah tefillin, I do the mitzvah. And I do it myself. That's the Chafetz Chaim. A mitzvah Chafetz Chaim. We don't send shlichim. We don't let others do the mitzvah when we have the possibility of doing it. Rivka Imenu, who wasn't Rivka Imenu at the time, didn't let somebody else schlep the water or feed the camels. She did it herself. This is the mitzvah. This is the attitude that we have to have when it comes to mitzvos. We have to try to do it ourselves, to sweat ourselves. Mitzvah bo. Yosar mi though it appears only by two mitzvahs in Shas, it's really an attitude that the Chafetz Chaim had throughout his life, and he transfers that to us as well. Okay, so we get to the beginning of the parsha, and as we know, beginning of the parsha is Saras Levaya, not even Saras Levaya, Saras Kvura, and Divrei Hesped and Divrei Bechi. At the beginning, we'll get back to this first pasuk. Bez Hashem, Me'ashana ve'Esrim Shana ve'Sheva Shana, one twenty-seven. Shnei Chayei Sarah. She dies in Kiryat Arba. He Chevron. Avram comes, gives a hesped. So he gets up and he's got to be Avram, the businessman. I'm the businessman right here. So we start off with the death of Sarah. This is on the heels, as we know, of the Akedah, the end of last week's parsha. Rashi already picks up on the connection between the end of last week's parsha and the beginning of this week's parsha, Rashi on Pasuk Beis tells us, Nisbacha misa sara la'akedas Yitzchak. Why is, what is the connection? Lefi sha'al yedei besora sa'akedah through the besora, the announcement. 
that her son was on the Mizbeach. What does Satan do? Sorry, you're not going to believe it. Avram was commanded to kill Yitzchak. You know what he did? He took him up there. And you know what he did next? He tied him to the, to the wood. You know what he did next? He lifted up the knife. You know what he did next? Not on the earth! That was it. What do you think the Satan did? Right? He, 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 didn't, what, he, he, didn't, he lied. The Satan's allowed to lie. He can mislead. She couldn't take it. So that's why we don't, why we don't know what caused Sarah's death. She's dead. Last time we knew she was alive. So Chazal fill in the missing information that's not in Torah Shebech If you think about it, ask Rav Dessler, according to Rov Rishonim, the Akedah was the pinnacle of Avram's life. That was the tenth test. As the Mishnah Perkyabus tells us, Asorinus Yonas, the Sasa Avram Avinu went through ten tests, starting with Urkazdim and Wechlucha throughout his life, Ahirav Baretz. All the Rishonim have their list of the ten tests. And most of them have the, have the Akedah as number ten. As the final one, the climax, Now I know! You're the Yirei Elohim, I know now, you'll never hold anything, no, won't help, hold anything back from me. But there are some Rishonim, and some lists say that Avram Avinu's life didn't end there. There's one more test. And that's the beginning of this week's Parsha. Kura Sarah. Let's read the words of Rav Dessler. In source number two, Chelek Dalet, Rav Dessler tells us something that we could take home every day of our life and many situations of our life. Says Rav Dessler in source number two, Esrim Veshisha Doros Kadma Derech Eretz of the Torah. And as we know, 26 Doros, 26 generations were before the Torah. We know the 10 generations from Adam to Noah, the 10 generations from Noah to Abraham, that's 20. And then we have Yitzchak, Yaakov, Levi, Kahas, Amram, Moshe. Right? Those six, so 20 plus six, 26 generations until Moshe Rabbeinu. 26 generations, those were Derech Eretz, Kadma la Torah. There are messages about our halachic personalities that we have to learn from these stories before the Torah was given. There's a nugget in this story, says Rav Dessler, that we have to learn relating to Derech Eretz Karmala Torah. As we learn in Pekiyavos, the main Derech Eretz ain't Torah. As Rabbeinu Yonah says, he quotes, Ratzal Omar, line 4, Shetzarech Tchila L'sakenes Atzmo, B'midos. First we have to fix ourselves in Midos, Ubazet Tishkona Torah Alav, once we make ourselves Ba'ale Midos, then the Torah could rest properly on us. She'eno shochenes lo'olam b'guf she'eno ba'amidos tovos. The Torah will never rest on somebody without ba'amidos tovos. If somebody doesn't have midos tovos and they learn a lot, then the Torah is going to be crooked and warped because there's, there's not an appropriate receptacle for the Torah to, re- to rest in. Haresha harunu chazal sha'aliyasenu b'torah The way we strive in Torah is midos. So now we get to our case. Hanisayona yoter gadol b'chayav mavinu. You know what the greatest test was, says Rav Dessler? The Akeda was number nine. There was one more. And that was, Haya kishachazar min ha'akeda. Umatza shemeitza lav Sarah ishtel. Sarah died. Based on, imagine the emotional roller coaster that Avraham went through. For three days he's thinking about killing his son. And we spoke last week from Rav Salvechik. Maybe in his mind his son was already killed. 
It was dead. It was burned. The ashes were there. And we go, then he goes up with a knife and then not. Oh, he breathes. He was crying. He was laughing. He was doing it, not doing it. And then he comes back about to tell Sarah. She's not there. And it was all because of me. It was all because of what God told me to do. That was already one level. But below oh, not only that, which we've spoken about in past years, that maybe the Satan, even after the Akedah was performed, he tried to get Avraham to be Toa al-Harishonos, to regret doing the Akedah, and that itself might take away some of the schar that we reap throughout the generations. By having so after a while, did the Satan go to Sarah? The Akedah was done. No, maybe I could get him to regret it. The Lo'od, Ella, Kishabikesh Lakovra, Lo Matzamakom Kim Bedamim Merubim. And afterwards, he goes through this whole process with Ephron, Ephron the trickster, Ephron the man who appeared positive at the beginning, we'll have to get back to that, and totally changed. Right, that was the place. V'chulu, line 17. V'chulu, Still hadn't buried Sarah. The the coffin, probably wasn't even a coffin, the goof was right there, was lying in front of Avram Avinu. He turns around. All of his friends are there. The, 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 the scribes of Avinu was Nesiel, Akim Atabas Ochenu, Eis Mispedu Bechiel, Eishas Neurav, Shehuaya Tafala Benevuah. He knows Sarah. He was even secondary to her in Nevuah. Imagine the Tsar. Imagine the pain, the anguish that he was in at this moment. And here's the message that we can take home. Even so, Hivlig al What a gentleman Avraham was. It doesn't matter what he was going through and what situation he was in. He was such a gentleman. You know what the Klal Gadol is we learned from Avraham Avinu? Just because I'm having a bad day doesn't mean that I have the right to spread it to those around me. Just because I'm affected, as Rav, the Rav Palm once said, our face is a Rishus HaRabim. We're not allowed to be, leave a michshol, a mazik for Rishus HaRabim. So what? I had a difficult day. Okay, so what does that do with him? Or her? What, so I have to, I have to bring it home to them? Avinu had a bad day. He had a more emotional day than anybody's ever had in history could be. And yet, sure, bows down. Yeah, how much do you want? Okay, let's talk about it. Because I'm in pain does not mean the second person has to suffer. And even though he knew they were not so straight and forthcoming. Bow down to them. Don't think that he was just, you know, being machnif them and flattering them and trying to get them on his good side. It was all part of the plan to get the kever. We're talking about Avram Avinu. We're not talking about somebody who would, who would, who would act that way. Chalila. Chalila. 
That's not, that's not Avram Avinu. Talking about somebody who was the first Jew, the one who realized that he had to keep his composure under duress. Who amongst us cannot take this message to heart? As we come home from a hard day at work, and we just want to let it go as we come into the house. Honey, what a day I had. Or the opposite. And the kids were crazy. And the car pulls. And the this and the that. And the past three hours, the kids have been driving me crazy. And then the husband gets home. Take them. I've had it. No, no, no. On both sides of the spectrum and on both sides of the gender line, I think we could both say that we all have what to, to, uh, <coughs> to learn from Avram Avinu. It doesn't matter what kind of day we're having. It doesn't allow us to affect negatively those who are around us. And what's the root of it? Where does it come from? What did Avraham recognize about people that it was so clear to him? Continues from Dessler on line 26. You know what the Shorish of the Chiv comes from? Because you are a Tselem Elohim, so I have to respect you for that. And I have to treat you as a Tselem Elohim. And we are all, I chip off the old block, capital B. We are all Tselem Elohim. So we are all equal in that way. Everybody's brothers, everybody's sisters. Even somebody who is, doesn't belong to other religions. That's where Derech Eretz comes from. Derech Eretz, and acknowledging and trying, even though it's very hard in certain situations. We just want to let off steam. And yet, we have a chiv to recognize that someone else deserves my respect just as much as I think I deserve respect. Amazing ha'ara he has in turning over the page. Source number three. This is a continuation of Rav Dessler. Rav Yochanan ben Zakkai. We know the Gemara tells us in Meseches Sukkah. We discussed this a couple of weeks ago. Rav Yochanan ben Zakkai was one of the Talmidim of Hillel. And what did he know? He was even the smallest Talmud of Hillel. But what did he know? The Gemara tells us. Shalohi, Niach, Mikra, Mishnah, Gemara, Halachas, Agados. He knew everything. Dik Duke Torah, Dik Duke Sofrim. He knew every tiny little diktuk. Tekufas, Gematrios. He knew astrology. Gematria, Sichas, Malachi, Ashares. Maisa, Merkava. He understood the angels' conversations. He understood Maisa, Merkava. He understood everything. This same Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. What is the same? Brachas Yezayin? Amru Allah Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. Back to line one. Shalom hekdimu adam shalom ba'olam. No one said hello to him before he said hello to them. V'yafilu nachri bashuk. He was the greatest of his generation. The leader. And nobody ever said hello to him beforehand in the street. He wasn't involved in his own mind, and not doesn't see the other person walking down the street. He's Kulo Torah. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. Tainli Yavna v'chachameha. It's Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, the greatest, the nine takanas to remember the Beis HaMikdash that he instituted so we don't forget what was. He saved Judaism. 
Right? He's told Vespasian, give me the, move the Sanhedrin. We've got to get out of Yushalayim. And they went up north. He saved us. Nobody, not even the non-Jewish janitor on the street, said hello to him before he said hello to them. With all of his Torah knowledge. You know why? Because Derech Eretz cut the Torah. Because if Rachman al-Mitzlan, we see it so often today in every generation, people try to abuse the Torah and in the name of Torah say things that do not follow halacha. We have to know Derech Eretz cut the Torah. We have to realize that's the first step. B'Abelchanan ben Zakkai have that mechabed attitude. Line 7. Me'olam lokar, it never occurred. Shayakoga tarubim makshavosav. He was thinking about even the Torah topic. Shayishkach lahaktim shalom afil l'nachri bashuk. He forgot to say hello to somebody. That's because he focused on saying hello. And that was a tremendous value in his list of hierarchies as well. Even somebody who didn't even agree with his religious views. Maybe they didn't believe in God. I mean, there was no Judaism. Right, I'm saying this was Rabbi Zakhe. We're talking about Avram Avinu. Rabbi Zakhe obviously had. But in Avram Avinu's case, he had the Derech Eretz. Rabbi Zakhe, even if they didn't agree with him, line 11, and he says, and don't think this is something just for the Tzadik Hadar. V'yal nachshov shemidazuhi mimidaz ha-chasidus. Hare lo hilal haya ela shamai said, v'hamikabal kalalim sever panim yafos. Lo midaz chasidus hi ela chiv midina. We mentioned last year in one of the Parsha Shirim, an amazing Me'iri on this Mishnah. What does it mean, Be'saver Panam Yafas? What's Saver? What's Saver? Greet everybody, but Panam Yafas with a happy face. What's Saver? Saver from the word Svara. Make him think. Meaning, even if you're not happy, inside, Be'saver, give him the thought through your Panam Yafas that you're having a good day. Saver Panam Yafas. Same idea. What's going on inside me? I have to try my best. Sometimes it's hard. But I have to try my best to make sure, save Panam Yafis, to say hello. Because that's what Avram Avinu did. Before he even buried his wife, he was the gentleman that he was. There's one other story related from the Chikum Antakim. It's been months or years since we quoted from there, so I put it on here again. It's source number four, the two-volume biography of Rav Shlomo Zalman. One time Rav Shlomo Zalman it was in the middle of Shear, and he asked one of his Talmudim to bring him, a cu- bring him a cup of tea. You can really fill in the blank of the Gadol. There are many Gadolim that stories like this are told about. But he asked for a cup of tea from one of his Talmudim. And, okay, he brought him the cup of tea. Wonderful. Or someone's on, makes a shahakal, takes a sip. Okay, a little while later, half an hour later, he says, oh, he says, oh, I, f- I forgot about the tea. Can you just please just bring me another cup? It, it's cold by now. So the Talmud's like, okay. Takes it on the way out. He like, thinks that's something somewhat strange, and he tastes a little bit and sips, and he sees that he had put in salt instead of sugar by mistake. But if Shlomo took a little sip, and he pretended that he forgot about the tea, and now it was cold, so he went to get a, a new one. Derech Eretz Kadmelator. I mean, every story about Shlomo can personify that, that midah. But that's what Shlomo Zalman, Derech Eretz Kadmelator. Okay. Moving right along. Back to the first Pasuk of the Parsha. First Pasuk. Vayihiyu chayei Sarah. So Sarah lived 127. Shnei chayei Sarah. What is that last phrase adding? Shnei chayei Sarah. Five years ago, 
we discussed the Ksav Kabbalah. If you don't remember it, feel free to look back. The two lives of Sarah, Shnei Chaye Sarah, the Ruchnis and the Gashmias, Shnei Chaye Sarah. But here we're going to go through a different path. What are Shnei Chaye Sarah? What is that extra phrase? We already know. Sarah lived 127. These were the years, Shnei Chaye Sarah. These were the years of Sarah. What's the emphasis? So now we're back to the Aznayim Torah, as we had the story about him before. Says of Saratskin, Shamati, first he quotes his brother-in-law, Hagon, Agadah, Maran, Rabbi Yosef, Yehuda, Bluch, one of the Rosh Yeshivas of Tells, all the Bluchs were from Tells, before of Gifter. So he quotes, the Pasuk tells us on line 4, La'asos is called Devrei Torah Hazos, to do the entire Torah, the Torah says at the end of, Kihu Chayechem, it is your life. As we say in Ma'ariv, Kihu Chayenu, Kihem Chayenu, Biyarach Yameinu, Vohem Neg, Yom Avalayla. What does that mean? What's the emphasis of that? Torah is our life. He says, let me explain. There's life to every creation in the world. We usually call it four levels of being from the Kuzari. But he calls it four levels of life. The lowest level of life, he says, even the inanimate objects have some type of life in them. Not life like we call life, but it's an entity that God created. So it lives as an inanimate object. A grower. It grows. Right, I have to water a plant. A plant is living in a certain sense. It doesn't have a brain. It cannot, doesn't, it's not like an animal, doesn't have uh, instincts, so to speak, but it's, it's alive. And what does it eat? Use soil and water and sun. That's the next level of life up. Qualitatively, that level of life is nothing to talk about as compared to a rock. Right, a rock's life is, you can't compare it to the, to the plant life. One level up. Animals as compared to plants? It's nothing to talk about. Animals. Animals move. Animals eat. Animals run. Animals are much freer than a plant. Again, there's a qualitative jump. Next level up. A person. Right? All intellect. Reflected by power of speech. A person's level, quality of life, get it, it's, it's a different league. You can even say it in the same, same language. People, animals, plants, rocks. Every jump up is, is qualitatively, and we understand that, qualitatively a different Bria. You know what the Torah is telling us at the end? Lasos is called the Torah, Azos Kihu Chayechem. You know what we say every night at Myriv? What does it mean? A Torah way of life is level five. It's qualitatively a different level of, of being. The Torah, even higher than number four. Living through Torah. Who in their lives, and as we get older, we have more of these moments that we think about. It's so unbelievable to be an Evan Hashem. What would we do without it? 
There's so much craziness in the world around us. Our lifeline is being an Ebed Hashem, is shul and Torah and mitzvos. We look at the world around us. There's so much chaos, even in our own world. But we want to just block it out sometimes. Just open up a sefer or go to shul. Sometimes we go to shul to like learn what's going on outside. But hopefully also shul could be the opposite. What shul is supposed to be. Shalom, but if somebody's an Evan Hashem, Ain Chai Shar Habruim, Bafilushar Shar Beneyondam, Ruim Lashem Agadolazer. They're not Raui. People have a different value system in terms of how the world dresses, how the world talks. We haven't even really spoken about that too often in, the, in these Parsha Shira, but we should more. The special Koach Dibur, Koach of, of Dibur Batara. All one has to do is to walk down the street and hear the language of the average person on the street, and then we realize how different we are. And as an animal will look towards a plant and say, so to speak, you call that living? And a person would look down at an animal and say, you call that living? A bentorah, an evet Hashem, would look at other people and say, you call that living? We're allowed to have fun. Enjoy life. Because Rebbe wants us to enjoy life. But all B'derech HaTorah. Being involved in the world. Being Makadi, sanctifying our relationships. Our physical relationships. Our eating. Our, our, bodily, our bodily needs. It's fine. Ki chayenu. Next time we say that. This is, this is life. This is the next level up. That's what it means. The highest level. That's what I heard from my brother-in-law, says of Saratskin. I can't take any credit for that. But now let me add one more point. And that's what has to do with our Pasuk. Line 22. Let me add, says of Saratskin, even within Avdei Hashem, there are different levels. And we have to try to get up to whatever level we could get up to. Right? Different levels. It's the highest. It's even reflected in a halacha. What does the Gemara say in Subis? He quotes it. Yehudi Shemes. Somebody, Rechman al-Islam, passes away. Unless you're a relative, you know them well. Keep learning. Unless they need it. If somebody is a learned person, then you go, unless there's already 600,000 people there. Okay, so if somebody said, well, up until this point, if somebody only learned, then 600,000 is the cutoff. That's only happened one time in the past 2,000 years, a couple weeks ago. But if somebody teaches others Torah, ain't no shear. Then there's no shear. You don't stop at 600,000. Even if there are 600,000 people being malave, why? Because when somebody learns Torah, it's, it's part of them. When somebody is able, has the schus of teaching Torah, copying Hashem, what do we say every morning? That's what Hashem does. He teaches us through the shlichim of the malamdim, of, the, of our abeyim here in this world. It's a Allowing the Rebbeim to be the, the Shlichim and the Kalim. Surely, he says, not somebody who only teaches Torah, but somebody who inspires people to get closer to God, 
who inspires people to lead an uplifted life. He says, not just teaching them the information of Torah, but somebody who takes the Torah and is inspired and they have a different Shabbos and they have a different experience. He says, that's the highest level. As we know, so many Amoram have done throughout their lives. And that was Avram and Sarah. Avram and Sarah. Sanefesh Asherah Avram is Begayar the Geirim. Sarah Begayar is the women. Now we understand the last phrase of the Pasik. Vayiyu, Shnei Chayei Sarah. This was the lives of Sarah. 127? Shnei Chayei Sarah. Sarah had a different life. This life, Kihem Chayeinu, Shnei Chayei Sarah. The years of the life of Sarah is a different level, the Torah is emphasizing. Because she brought people closer to God. And that's the highest level, what a person could do. Bringing people closer. Through the Torah. Through the beauty. Through, through being Makadishim Shemayim. Wearing a yarmulke on our head. And making people look at us and say, Oh, wow. That's how, that's how B'nai Torah act. Making that Kiddush Hashem, that's our job. And that's what we have to do. Mishunesh. It's unique. It's different. Shnei Chayei Sarah. Okay, if you look at it like that. Okay. Moving right on. Let's go to the second Pasuk. You're not getting so far this week. Okay, sometimes we go straight to the end. Last week we went straight to the end. We did the Akedah most of the week. Okay, now we're focusing on the beginning. Vatama Sarah Bekiryas Arba Hi Chevron Be'eretz Kanan. Sarah dies. Kiryas Arba, Chevron. A couple of two, two names a couple of years ago also, we spoke about the Klayakar. relative of mine was just in Prague. Went to the Klayakar. Klayakar was from Prague. So he said, oh, I've got to mention the Klayakar, so I'll get it in there. Right, he mentioned the Klayakar talks about four names that we have for Hebron, Hebron, Kiryat Arba, and, uh, and the two others, only two out of four are mentioned here. You can look right here why that is. Okay, that was a couple of years ago. But Yavu Avram, but Avram comes, let's follow the Sarava Livkosa. Avram came. Where did he come from? Avram came. If you're coming from somewhere, if you're coming, you came from somewhere. Doesn't say here. Avraham. What did the Medrash say? Beginning of source number six. Mehechan ba, mehar hamoria. He came from har hamoria. He came from the Akeda, which is not really the pshat of the psukim, because if you look in the end of Parshas Vayera, what does it say? Vayashav Avraham el na'arav, right before Maftir, unless he's parsha. Vayakuma vayechu yachlev el Beresheva. They came back to Beresheva. They're in Beresheva. Vayi, and he heard, oh, Rivka's born, okay, it's time, time to figure out, I have to get a wife for my son. So, he didn't come from Haramoria. he came from Beersheba. What's the Medrash talking about? He came from Haramoria. the Pesach says he came from Beersheba. Obviously, there's a message here. He didn't come from the physical Haramoria, but what he's about to do is a Hemshech of the Akeda. What does that mean? Let's read the words of the Bar Yosef. Rabbi Yosef Misalant. He doesn't ask the question as I laid it out, but he's going to answer it. Yitachain. First, he points out another problem, which many have spoken about, the Nitziv and others, and that is the Torah seems to be, Avram Avinu, seems to be acting unusually here in the opposite, opposite as we would have expected. Usually, after a person dies, there's an immediate cry. There's the Bechi emotional, uncontrollable weeping. And after that, there's the hespid. There's the intellectual 
evaluation of the person trying to capture their life, their values in into words. Usually Bethi and then Hespid. And here it's the opposite. Lispod Lusarav Livkosa. First is the Hespid and then is the Bethi. And the Bethi, as we know, is even muted. Little, right, the, the letter in the, the Torah is a little cuff. Says the Ber Yosef, Yitachin, Sheyesh Bazel Yashef. This problem of the Medrash of Har Maria also helps explain Masha'amra Torah Mitchil Lispod Bachach Livkosa. The first one I've already pointed out. This is the opposite of what it should be. Bechi usually comes first, like Chazal say. Why is that? Why is it different here? Says the Be'er Yosef. Why is it normally... Give three and seven. Mishum shetekif agimul yamim. Margish haadam bechisar and krovo. Mitzat shuatzmo. Ubisarov echelik migufa. The first thing a person feels is the emotional, physical bond. When a relative dies, we feel we lost something, a piece of meat. Right? What does the pasuk say? By Aaron and Moshe, when Miriam's sick, chatzib saro. There's one flesh. So usually, by normal people. Right? We feel that first. Kamosha Amar Ar, oh, he quotes it. Kamosha Amar Ar, on the Moshe. I'll need to talk on me, so I share potatoes and merechem yimov, but yochel, yochel, chatzi b'saro. V'yadam bochel, share b'saro, mitzad ha-teva. When a person dies, as if some of them went to the grave as well, some of the person who was left. After that feeling of bechi, shekvar ha-karer ha-chimum ha-tiv'i, mitzad kira v'agufim, once things have calmed down, atzarach l'hisarera, they milu despeta. Then I'm awakened, I'd have to have Hespid. But then there's people like Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu was able to overcome the natural emotions that should have come out because he realized what had to be done for the nation at this point. He realized that he needed, were Adam and Chava buried here already? Right? Doesn't say anything about them in the Torah that they were buried here. But Kiryat Arba, Rachazal say the four Zugos. But here it sounds like he was buying a new plot. But maybe he knew. He knew the Misar was given to him from shame going back. The Kolzei line top of the left column. Who Nasha Hanala. By all of us, we haven't reached that level. But by people who have perfected themselves, Bivadai. Surely, when the tzaddik leaves, when a great righteous person leaves the world, besides the emotional pain, it's the intellectual realization of what we have lost. And that could be even automatic. Even before the Bethel, you could have the Hespid. Because you've conquered the natural way of feeling, because this is what has to be done. Your Kovesh nature... And that's what Avraham did. And that's why he had the Hespid before the Bechi. And the pain is, is more for the, what she symbolized to him. Said the very Yosef, beautiful! What happened at the Akedah? Avraham came from Haram Aria. What did he do there? He overcame his natural feelings of love for his son in order to follow the word of God. 
both the Akedah and this. He came straight from Haramaria. He didn't come from Haramaria. He came from Beersheba. No, just like in Haramaria, he conquered his natural inclinations in order to follow the Dvar Hashem. He knew what the Dvar Hashem was here too. He needed to bury his wife. He couldn't be a basket case. He had to be someone who was in control, dealing with Ephron, the trickster, getting it done until he buries Asara. And then he'll, and then he'll, then he'll be able to have his time. That's the connection. Mehechen ba Arav Yavo Avram, and it's mamish the same pasuk. Vayavo Avram, list polos arvul of kosa. It's right connecting to the, that phrase. He came from Har Maria, and then it says the the phrase that's opposite, because that's the that's the change. Vini Avram shavo achshami Har Maria meakedes benoach chaviva lav ganavsho vrinu godel nafsho shakavash rachma viben yichido vechulu lishlot teva rachmanus. Again, he overcame teva in order to fulfill what needed to be done at that time. That's a Ber Yosef. As we always say, if someone's Alman told the Ber Yosef, he has to write his rushes down in the Sefer. That's why we have the Ber Yosef. Baruch Hashem, we have that. We thank Rosh Alman for that suggestion. Okay, we continue. Ephron. Ephron. What a figure. Ephron, we say, comes from the word Afar, comes from the word Earth. Right, because Hebron is all about earth, all about uh, a an area that's huksa la avanim, right? It's special stone, special for kfura. That's Hebron, and this is and this is Ephron. So Ephron, Chazal already pointed out, is the one that symbolizes emor harbe vaseimat. He says to Avram, "Whatever you want, whatever, nah, what so much? Just take it. It's fine." It's fine. Please, 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 come on. Between friends, Avram, wonderful. The whole story, the whole story. He's wonderful, Avram. You're a nasi, elokim atapasochenu, right? Right, nothing. You gave as if, you know, he bowed down. Don't worry about it. I don't need anything. And then all of a sudden, he does nothing. And all of a sudden, he charges him an arm and a leg, and he charges him more than, more than anything else. What changed? What changed? What made him be Emor Harbe Vasei Ma'at? What changed? Says the Saba from Kelm, or the Altar from Kelm, depending on which yeshiva you learned it. Right? The Kelmer head. There's one Pasuk. What happens? Let's read it. Avram is dealing with Amharis. Vayedaber al-Afron. Pasuk Yud Gimel. Bazei Amharis Leymar. Ach imatalu shema'ini. Listen to me. Here, take the money. That's it. Aram Avinu takes out his wallet. Next Pasik. Vayan Ephron is Avram Lamar Lo. Ephron starts salivating. Adonishimaini. Eretz Arbameo Shekel Kesav Beni Vinchamahi Vesbeshka Kavor. Vayishma Avram Al Ephron, Vayishkal Avram La Ephron as a Kesav Shadiva was a Bnechais. Arba meo shekel kasef over lasocher. You know what happened? Avram took out the money. Ephron sees the money. He's a different person. There's a story that we've quoted at least twice in the past, but it already we've never quoted it in this context. So we'll quote it again. The story is told about about you plugging the rabbi, but here the Saba from Kelm tells it about the Rambam. I've heard it about the Gra, I've heard it about others, but I've heard it most about the Rambam. So let's assume it's about the Rambam. The Rambam that had an argument with the rabbis on line 7, 
where the other rabbis say that cats could be trained to be exactly like people. And there's not much difference between people and animals. There's not much difference. And the Ramam's like, what are you talking about? He says, no. They say, yeah, you come to us for dinner next week. The Ramam comes for dinner next week, and they come in, and it's unbelievable. His great philosopher friends had trained the cats to be waiters. Trained the cats to be waiters. And they're on their hind legs, and they're serving the first course, and they're holding the trays, and they're serving wine. It's unbelievable. And they say, Rabba, what do you think? Yeah, you have to admit. You have to admit that Pazak and Kohelis is correct, that there's no difference between people and animals. Right? You, have to, you have to agree to that. The Ramam says, wait. They have hors d'oeuvres. Right? They have the, the forest fight. They have the May. Everything wonderful. The whole meal. Come on, Rambam, please, please admit. Please admit to us. And as the story goes, we know, right before dessert, they're bringing out dessert. The Rambam, who knew what was going to happen, he takes a little mouse out from a jar that he had in his pocket in, of his toga, and he lets it onto the floor, and of course we know what happens next. Trays and bottles and everything going crazy and breaking and smashing. Because when a mouse comes, a cat becomes his natural self again. And he's on all fours, and the animal in him, in the cat, is shown to everyone. Ephron was a great man. He was a gentleman, wonderful when he sees the money dangling in front of him, all of a sudden, he's down on all fours. Ephron sees. The end of source number seven. Ka chaya im Ephron. Kozman shalorasa kasat of re'enav. As long as he didn't see the money. Haya nire ish adin. Right? He was a very special, the intelligent. Kamoa chatul. He was like those cats on their, on their hind legs. He heard it jingling. And we think this doesn't apply to us. I once heard a shear from a very great rabbi. Big Godel. Big Godel. He said he was, he was out collecting. He was collecting something for uh, whatever, for his, uh, for his uh, institution. And he said he... he um, he was walking down the street into one of the places, wherever it was, he was walking in the parking lot. I forgot the exact story. It was a number of years ago. Remember, I heard him say it in a shear. And uh, all of a sudden, he looked down and he sees, he sees on the floor in a wallet, he sees enough money that he could support all of his rebellion for the next 10 years. He sees, and he says for a few seconds, he says, and this is somebody who, like, he said for a few seconds, Ah, are there simonim? It's in a parking lot. Malcolm Hefker, the guy probably had yeyush already. He says he starts coming up with all the different rationales in his head. He says, I've learned in yeshiva all my life. I'm a big Rebbe. I know all the, I know all the halachas. And he says, I saw the money in front of me. And all of a sudden, for a few seconds, what excuse can I come up with? What defense could I, could I, could I come? Yeah. And he says, I overcame. And obviously, I, I, I found the, the owner. But, but for those few seconds, he says, says, he says, I was in the clutches. I was like Ephron, to put it into our terms. Ephron, that's what Avram said. Boom, Ephron, all of a sudden is, Amar Harbei, we all have our Yitzharas. Money is a big one. 
But we all have them and we have to recognize them and make sure that we don't fall down on all fours when it comes down right in front of us. Okay, source, source number eight. So now let's move on to the rest of the Parsha. As we know, two major stories in this Parsha, burial of Sarah and finding a wife for Yitzchak. Both, as we mentioned probably almost every year, fascinating. Yitzchak is nowhere to be found in either of these stories. Yitzchak is not, as, not at his mother's Levaya, and Yitzchak is nowhere in terms of finding his wife. His wife is brought to him. All of a sudden, he comes, he shows up from Berlachai Rui, wherever he had been. Chazal bothered, getting hagar. This is the story. So at the, towards the end of that, in Perachav Dalid, beginning of Perachav Dalid, beginning of Perachav Dalid, I'm sorry, it's at the beginning of this, uh, the second story. I'm sorry, it's not at the end. The beginning of the second story. Va'avraham zakein baba yamim, v'ashem beirachaz Avraham bakol. Avraham was old, Baba Yamim. He was a Zakain Baba Yamim. He was the first one in the Torah that's referred to as a Zakain. He got old. Yaakov Avinu was the first one to be sick. But Avram was a Zakain. Says, first time we've ever quoting from this Sefer, the Teferis Yosef. Somebody put together Rev Yosef Engel's Torah al Seder HaParsha. Engel, one of the, one of the greats, the Gaone Shuba Gaonim from the end of the 1800s, early 1900s, all of his books, like Achtov, Asvindaraisa, Shivan Panam Torah, Beis HaOtsar, many, many, many Svarim, many that we don't have. By the Tveris Yosef, he was at the same time as the Raga So here in this, in on Sefer Bracious, they put out his, uh, his Torahs. He says the following. Why was Abraham Zochet to Zikna? Why was he Zochet to Zikna? Old age. Why was he Zochet? Let's read what he says. What was the root of Avram Avinu, as we know, as we're about to take leave of Avraham? Because Sarah and Avraham are, are now both fading off in the distance in this parsha. They both die. Hayamidas Avram of Inyano hu ha'achtus. Avram was about achtus, because chesed is about achtus, about bringing people together. As the Pazik says in Yechezkel, echad haya Avraham. That's a Pazik. He bitu el Avram avichem ki echad karativ ki midaso shel Avraham who kimilas chasadim hashpa sheinyan amidazos who laachid chesed is about being meachid from the word echad achdos it's from the word echad shaham mashpia vahamekabel he misachdim yachad the giver and the receiver of the chesed come together as one and the medrash even says on Shira Shirim achos one uktana. The Shemedra says, Ze Avraham, She'icha es kol olam kulo l'kadosh baruch What is Icha ma'acha? That means to sew up. The Gemara Moed Katan talks about different types of tears that you're not allowed to sew up, that you're allowed to sew up. Is it a kera she'eno mis'acha or a kera ha'mis'acha? Same Lashon here. Avraham sewed up the world, meaning he brought them close to Hashem. He was ma'achi dem sha'ashem. Ka'adam zeshu ma'acha es ha'kera. So Avram was about oneness, about bringing people together. Echad. V'zeu ha'inyan she'zolach ha'avram la'richas yamin. Says the Teferis Yonasan, Yosef. Says of Yosef Engel. That's why Avram Avinu was zolach ha'richas yamin. Why? V'avraham zakein baba yamin. Amr ha'kadosh baruch hu la'avram, says the Medrash. Ani u'manusi gemilas chasadim. 
I spend my life doing chesed. Whom hated, whom hated, we hated one. Hashem, it wills the world to exist. The fact that we're breathing, the fact that we're existing is a maizah chesed. Every, every millisecond of, of history, Hashem is doing chesed. So I do chesed. Avram, you're the first one who was known for it in history to do chesed. You are acting like me, so I'm going to give you something that acts like me too. I'm really, really old, says the Medrash. Ba levush levushi vi Avraham zakein. Kamosha matzinu v'akadosh baruch hu v'atik yomin yasiv. And he was old. Okay. Chesed and old. But there's one more point. And that is, what's the connection between Achdus and Zikna? So he says beautifully, next column, Vehoinyan, Duhu Mida Kenegad Mida. Mida Kenegad Mida, doing Chesed and having Zikna. The Gemilas Chasadim in Yona Ichud Hanivroim, bringing people together. Vihine, Hakim Vahabrias Badim, who Gamkin Ayadeha Ichud. You know what gives us long life? When all the different parts and internal organs in our body are working properly together. When everything is in balance, when there's a perfect izun, when there's a perfect balance of everything in our body, that gives long life. The second that something gets off kilter, the second that there's something being produced, Rahman al-Islam, too much, or not being produced, Rahman al-Islam. So that's what causes problems. And that's what causes sickness. Health is when everything is perfect. Everything is working together. No part is, is destroying the other one. How many sicknesses do we have that one part of the body is fighting another part of the body and destroying it? Everything is in perfect balance. When everything works together, that leads to long life. Mida connected Mida. Avram acted ba'achdus. He brought everybody together. Hashem brought his, him together. And let him live till when he lived. And he quotes in the parentheses, as is known, Holy Amisa Rahman al Islan Bamiyas Gabris Hamizagim Vahisodos Ba'adam Zel Zeh. Right? When the different humors or the different parts of our body don't act uh, properly together. Right? We all understand that. We have to make sure everybody works together. The Alkain, after the little letters, Avram, I name Midas, Gemilas, Chasadim, Shenyana Ichud, Hanivraim, Lachain Zacha, Mida, Kenegad, Mida, Liosa Ichud, Gambo, Ba'atzmo. He was Ma'achid, so he was Mu'uchad by Akadish Baruch. Good. Moving right along, two more thoughts for the evening. First is one smaller thought, and then, then is something uh, very defining. First, a smaller thought. Perachavhei. Now we get to after the 67 sukkim of the repeat story over and over again. And Yitzchak brings uh, Rivka into the tent and the three things return. Fine. Parachafei. Last section. Avravinu brings Keturah in. Vichulu. Avravinu lives out his final years and he dies and he is buried by his sons. He's buried by his sons in the Pasuk Tess. Yitzchak and Yishmael, his sons, bury him. By this time, it's all his. It's known. There's no fight at this point. There's no fight with Ephron. 
because they know already. Interesting, it says it again. Interesting why the Torah has to go through that whole history we just had at the beginning of the parsha. Okay, not for now. So Yisrael and Yishmael bury their father. Rashi quotes Chazal, famous Chazal. From this passage, you see that Yishmael did shuva. Why? Because he was the older son, and yet he let Yisrael go first. Mikan she right? Mikan she asa shuva, right? That is what Rashi tells us. Here. That's the Seva Tova that Avraham was promised. It's just a word game. Ah, oh, he's first in the Pasuk. He let him go first. He let him go first. That proves everything. That's it. It's just a word. It's just because the, it's, he lets him like walk first before. That's it. Says the Meshachachma, it's a little bit deeper than that. A little bit deeper. Source number nine. I gave you also of Cooperman's footnotes in source number ten. But Abbasra so parakama mida akdeme shpaminasa tshuva. Right, Rashi quotes that. Pirish. It's deeper. Let me explain. Tahatam. Because if you think about it, let's just backtrack for a second. Yishmael was older, so Yishmael could have said, even if Yishmael, you know, was a great guy, he could have said, "But I'm older. I'm going first. I'm the bechor." And yet he didn't. What's the message? They had the same father, but they didn't have the same mother. Shma Pirish Dahatamishum Dehuhaya Benhagvira. Yitzchak was the son of Sarah, was the son of the matriarch. Avochel Yishmael Haya, remember Yishmael when Yitzchak was born, Mitzachik. What does it say, Mitzachik? Mitzachik Haya Al Hamishta. He was he was mocking. Mitzachik means he was mocking at the party that they were making. What kind of mocking was taking place there? What kind of mocking? Shemeavi melech nisabra. Remember Rashi at the beginning of next week's parsha says that the late Sonny Hador used to say, Oh, Yitzchak. Yitzchak didn't come from Abraham. Oh, when Sarah went down to Mitzrayim, you know, Avimelech, Paro, Gror, Gror. Right? That's, uh, something happened between Avimelech and, and Sarah there. Not from Avraham. So that's why Kodesh Baruch made Yitzchak look exactly like Avraham. Okay. But that was the, that was the tzchok originally. Remember? Because they made a party and Yitzchak was outside Mitzachik. What do you think he was Mitzachik about? He was telling everybody, you think it's, a re- it's from him? No way! He denied. He denied that Avraham was Yitzchak's father. So what was his tshuva? His tshuva was letting his brother go first. Because that was an acknowledgement. Not that he was older. But it was an acknowledgement that he was the Ben Hagvira. That's tshuva gemura. Shehoda sheyitzchak ben Hagvira me Avraham. Vahayamam And really he even heard it from a malach. He just wanted to deny it. One of the pshatim of the, at the beginning of last week's parsha, when the pasuk the the says, harav which are two very strange words. You don't know what it's talking about, what it's referring to. The tent is behind him, the huacharav by the malachim. One of the pshatim is that Yishmael was behind. Yishmael was behind. Yishmael heard the malach also say that, sorry, you're going to have a son from, from Avraham. So that was his tshuva. Not just that they let him go first, but his letting him go first was a reflection that he accepted that he was the ben Hagvira and not the ben Ha'ama. Okay. 
final thought for the evening. Again, we're talking about Kvura. We're talking about uh, the first two Jews in history passed on, on in this week's parasha, Avram and Sarah. So there's something to talk about about life. Something about life to mention. And we could even ask it as a question. By a few people in, in the Torah, the Lushan used is, let me find the Pasuk, says that Avram Avinu died, find where he says it, Ve'ele, it says it by Yishmael too, because he did Shuva. here it is, Pasuk Zayin, Ve'ele yemei shnei chayei Avraham asher chay, ma'ashana, v'shivim shana, v'chami shanim. Avram lived 175. What's, his, what's the Lashon of the Pasuk? Yemei shnei chayei Avraham. The days, the years of the life of Abraham. What's the double ushan of the days, years? Yemei shnei. What's the double ushan? Sometimes when we give a bracha to each other, what do we say? We even give a bracha. We'll see it later on. The bracha sometimes is, Arichas Yom HaVishanim. We say, Arichas Yom HaVishanim you should have. What do you mean Yom HaVishanim? Arichas Yomim. Or Arichas Shanim. What's the double lashon of Arichas Yom Vishanim? Says Rav Tukachinsky. Tukachinsky and the Gesher Achaim, the author of the classic, the classic book on uh, Inyanim of Avelus, three volumes. This predated the Art Scroll, Morning in Halacha, by a number of years. So the Gesher Achaim, in the third volume, he has Hashkafa. First two are Halacha. The third volume is Hashkafa. So there, again, it's a thought that many mentioned, but we'll see it in his words here. Hachayim ba'olamenu, source 11 and 12. Hachayim ba'olamenu ze'ein lahem hoveh. Says to Tukashinsky, there's no such thing as the present. There's no such thing. Lo ma'amad v'lo kiyum. Okay, we talk in future, past, future, past, present, and future. But really, there's no present. Because even as I say the word present, that this, when I said the P, that millisecond was already in the past. When I said it. Time doesn't stop for anybody. It just goes. There's no such thing as the present. We know there's a past, we know there's a future. But the present is just, it goes and goes and goes every second. There's no stopping it. I remember it, I always felt it even more. Outside of Madison Square Garden, there's a clock. There's a clock. If anybody goes to, out there, goes to Penn Station, it goes to work. When you see the clock, it not only has the hours and the minutes and the seconds, it has like the milliseconds. So you see how fast time is going. You're like, whoa. And you only like looked at the clock for five seconds. And it's like, it looks like so much time went past. So the present doesn't exist, says the Gesher Achayim. So what's life about? I'm, I'm going to save time. I'm not going to read it all. But, but he says, and he says on line 15, what we say on, on the Yom Yom Noraim, Ka'anan Kala, we're like a cloud. Keruach no Shavet, Sukavak Parech, Machachalom Ya'uf. Ain't a melitza. That's not just a, oh yeah, we're like a leaf flying. Elamitzius, that's reality. Ain l'chaim alalo endashalobe. There's no stability to time. There's nothing. There's no stability. He says the Medrash even compares us to a shadow. Not even the shadow of a tree, because that's unstable. The shadow of a bird that's flying across. It's like here for a second and gone. So if this is all true, that time flies by, line 36, So how do we view life if time goes by so quickly and the present isn't here anymore? 
there's only one thing that we have to do, and that is, and this must be the purpose of creation, because if not, there'll be no purpose, and the whole world doesn't make sense. It must be that there's a way to eternalize time. And there's a way to grab it and to save it. And we don't see it stopping, but it stops. And it's saved. And it goes into an account upstairs. And that's when we fill every moment that we can with something constructive, with a mitzvah, with a Torah, with a nice word, with a chesed. That's how we solidify. That's how we take it with us. That's how we make the present stable and not just fly by. This is all what he says on the first, on the first page. But he says, every single day of our life, he writes it beautifully. Feel free to read it afterwards. We're writing a book. We're writing a book of our life and every day of our life is another page in the book. Top of source number 12. He says, sometimes people have, could have a richas shonim and not have a richas yamim. Sometimes people could have a richas yamim and not a richas shonim. A richas shonim are, are long years. But if the days aren't filled with positive results, then they're very short days because they're not here anymore. They're gone. But you have long years. Somebody could have full days. Arichas yamim. And Rahman al-Islam, if Hashem chooses to cut them down early, doesn't have arichas shanim, but he has arichas yamim. Because the days are filled. The bracha that a person could be zochet to is arichas shanim, which is basically from Hashem, and arichas yamim, which is from us. Arichas Yamim is up to Arichas is up to Akash Baruch Hu. Maybe that's also up to us if we do Ba'achtos, like we said before, and Chesed. But that's why it says by Avram Avinu, Ela Yemei Shnei. Right, look at source line number six. Vayu Yemei Shnei Chayei Avraham. Vayu Yemei Yaakov Shnei Chayav. So Yahalahem Gama Yamim Begam Shanim. Velokach Ksiv Bekama Mikros Arichas Yamim Veshanim. And we give a bracha Arichas Yamim Veshanim. And that's what Hillel says. And now he quotes a few unbelievable pshatim of Chazals. Just, uh, just to end off with a bang. He says, first of all, What does he say? He doesn't say, Now! Not even in an hour from now. If not today, when? No, it doesn't say that. If not now, because there's never going to be another Achshav. And then he says, V'yato Yisrael. He goes like three or four different varts right here. V'yato Yisrael, Ma'ashem al-Shogach ha-Doresh v'imach. What does Hashem want from you just to have your Shemayim? V'yato, it's not V'yato and you. V'yato with an ayin and now. Now is what Hashem wants from you. V'yato Yisrael, now is what Hashem is driving. And he says, Zez Sefer told us Adam. This is what, this is what life's about. Zez Sefer told us Adam. We have to write our own book. And he says at the end, Who is the one who wants life? You want life, you got to love your days. And every day has to be filled. Adds on to this in source 13, he quotes, it was an amazing city where on the city they used to write, you know, the years that people, how many years people lived. And he's a person who was walking through the city. I'm not sure if this is probably a marshal, not a, not, a, not a real 
not a real city. So, oh, to 21, 33. Everybody, everybody had a very short lifespan. And somebody goes over to the, to the head of the base, like, Faris, I don't understand. Everybody lived. He says, no, no, I don't understand. These are the years that they lived. These are the years that they filled. You don't count the first couple of years when we don't know anything. These are the years that they recognized. And they, this is when they had Arichas Yamim. That's what we put on the kever, because that's what we're taking with us. Avram Zokin Baba Yamim took all of his days with him. That's our job in life, to take our Yamim, to take our Shanim. We should all be Zoha to Arichas Shanim, Arichas Yamim, in the, all the different senses of the word, to be able to fill them with Torah, to fill them with uh, Torah and Ava, Avas Yisrael, Avas Chesed, for many, many years.